Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, it's the Reading Bug, here to tell you that this episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Scholastic and their fun new book, The Little Butterfly That Could, by Ross Burak. Please support our sponsor by purchasing The Little Butterfly That Could and other great Scholastic books at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. Welcome to our seventh season of Reading Bug Adventures, written, performed, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent bookstore in California. Thank you so much for your continued support, especially during this past year. We hope you and your family are safe and happy. We have received so many letters, pictures, and emails from you this year, and each one brightens our day as we continue to run our bookstore and record our podcast from home. We have spent long hours writing and recording this season while trying to keep our store open. And while we aren't out of the woods yet, I do want to thank everyone for their awesome support. Please consider continuing to support our family-owned small business this year by purchasing books from our website at thereadingbug.com or signing up for a monthly subscription to Reading Bug Box at readingbugbox.com. Reading Bug Box brings the special small bookstore touch right to your doorstep with a perfectly personalized selection of books selected by me and our bookstore experts to match the unique age, interests, and reading level of every young reader. And a big thank you to Resonate Recordings, who does the sound mixing and mastery for every episode of Reading Bug Adventures, and to Zencaster, which we are so grateful to be able to use while we're still recording from home instead of in a studio. And finally, a great big thank you to our sponsors and to all of you for helping to continue to help us make this podcast. It takes a lot of time to write and record every episode and every song, and we couldn't do it without your help. A big thank you and hello to our newest patrons, Maddie from Cambridge, Stella, twins Vincent and George, Lyra and Vander, and Ella and Cooper from California. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader. Are you ready for another adventure with me and the Reading Bug? Great! Then let's fly. It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure. It's a Reading Bug Adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Hi, reader. Over here. Thanks for joining me in the Reading Bug on another adventure today. Yeah, thanks. I'm super excited to get going on this amazing adventure. Hey, Lauren, did you wear hiking boots today like I asked you to? I sure did. And I brought a pair for you, too, reader. Here, put them on. I'm guessing we're going to be walking a lot on the adventure today. But I don't have any idea where the Reading Bug's magic book bag might be taking us. Do you have any guesses? Well, I'm sure wherever we're going, it's going to be incredible. It always is. Reading Bug, want to tell us where we're headed? Absolutely not. I'd never just tell you. That wouldn't be very much fun now, would it? 
You're going to have to guess. I'll tell you the names of some of the books in my book bag, and you can tell me where you think we'll be adventuring to. Okay? Okay. Okay. Let me see. Aha! Here. I've got Shaman's Apprentice by Lynn Sherry and Mark Plotkin, The Explorer by Catherine Rundle, The Great Kapok Tree by Lynn Cherry, and Charlie Thorne and the Lost City by Stuart Gibbs. I don't think I have any idea. Do you, reader? There's The Explorer, but, well, that's what we do on every adventure. Use your magic book bag and imaginations, of course, to explore some new time or place. Can you help us out with another hint, Bug? Sure. Do you know what a kapok tree is or where it grows? Um, I don't think so. The kapok tree is a gigantic tree that mainly grows in the rainforests of Mexico, Central America, Northern South America, and West Africa. Oh, so we'll be exploring someplace where kapok trees grow. But where? Well, here's another book in my book bag. Maybe this will help you guess. It's called Life in the Amazon Rainforest by Ginger Clark. The Amazon Rainforest! (gasps) Is that where we're going on today's adventure reading bug? Yes, yes, yes. We're headed to South America for an amazing Amazon adventure. The Amazon Rainforest is located along the Amazon River, which is the largest, but not the longest, river in the world. And it's located in South America. But South America is a big continent. And the Amazon River is a big river. Exactly where will we be going on our Amazon adventure today? Machu Picchu. Gesundheit. No, no. I said Machu Picchu. Oh, Gesundheit again. Reading bug, do you have a cold? Are you sure you're feeling well enough for an adventure today? We'd understand if you'd want to postpone to another time. Those sneezes sound pretty bad. Those weren't sneezes, Lauren. I was saying Machu Picchu. It's a place in Peru, in the Amazon rainforest. It's often called the Lost City. The Lost City? Like Atlantis? Is it at the bottom of the ocean? Or maybe at the bottom of the Amazon River? Machu Picchu isn't really a city. It's a palace that was built for an Inca king named Pachacuti hundreds of years ago. Pachacuti means... Someone who turns the world upside down. And King Pachacuti did that when he conquered all the nearby tribes and created the largest kingdom in South America. But if it was so big, how did someone lose it? Machu Picchu was never really lost, Lauren. It was just forgotten. When King Pachacuti died, the palace was no longer used, and the jungle vines and rainforest grew up over the buildings until they were completely covered. When Spanish explorers conquered the Inca in 1532, They didn't find Machu Picchu because it was completely hidden by the forest that had grown on top of it. A castle hidden by vines and trees. (gasps) How romantic. It reminds me of the story of Sleeping Beauty. When Princess Aurora pricked her finger and fell asleep, a forest of trees, brambles, and thorns sprung up around her castle, shielding it from the view of the outside world until a prince entered the forest, found the palace, and woke the sleeping princess with a kiss. The stories are similar, Except there was no sleeping princess at Machu Picchu. And the castle at Machu Picchu wasn't found until 1911, 400 years later, by an explorer named Hiram Bingham. Machu Picchu is located at the entrance to the Amazon River, and it is also the entrance to the largest rainforest in the world. Wow! A visit to the lost castle of an Incan king? That sounds like an amazing adventure, all right. And it doesn't even sound very dangerous. Well... 
There are lots of animals, insects, and snakes in the rainforest, but I'm sure we can avoid the really dangerous ones. The really dangerous ones? What kind of really dangerous animals are there, Reading Bug? Well, for starters, jaguars are only found in South America, nowhere else. A jaguar is a beautiful but deadly big cat with black spots that looks a lot like the leopards that live in Africa and Asia. It's the most feared predator in South America because of its powerful bite. Powerful bite? And then there are poison dart frogs. They've got their name because, for hundreds of years, native tribes have used their secretions to poison the darts they use to hunt and kill other animals. Poison? There's the green anaconda, too. That's the largest snake in the world. But don't worry, it isn't poisonous. It just squeezes its victims to death. Squeezes to... Oh, and there's also the goliath bird-eating tarantula. It's the largest spider in the world, as large as a dinner plate, and it has inch-long fangs. Oh, no, reading bug, stop, stop. You're really scaring me now. Scaring you? Oh, don't worry, Lauren. Those animals live mostly deep in the rainforest. And we'll be spending most of our time in Machu Picchu. The forest that used to cover Machu Picchu has all been cleared away. And I read that the only animals that you'll usually find there are monkeys, llamas, deer, birds, and butterflies. Oh, phew. That makes me feel a lot better about our adventure. Butterflies, I can handle. Since we'll be hiking in Machu Picchu today, why don't we take a brief second to stretch out and get ready for our hike and whatever else awaits us on our trip. Let's stand up unless you're buckled into your car or tucked into your bed, and wiggle our fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect! Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Those stretches felt great, Lauren. Thanks. You bet, Bug. Oh, and one last thing before we go. Reader, did you remember to bring crayons and paper with you today? On every adventure, we love to take the time to draw pictures of all the things we see and do together. Just like illustrators who draw the pictures in the books we read, you can draw pictures of everything we experience. Draw anything you want at any time, and your illustrations will help you retell our story to your family and friends when we return. At the end of today's adventure, we'll take a bit of time to listen to music and draw our pictures together. But you're welcome to stop and draw any time. Just press pause and then press play again when you're ready to continue. I can't wait to see all the amazing Amazon pictures you'll draw. If you didn't remember to bring crayons and paper, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them now. The Reading Bug and I will wait right here for you. Okay, I think we're all ready to go off on another incredible adventure together. Magic Book Bag, please take us to Peru to visit the lost city of Machu Picchu. We'll see the palace of Pachacuti, the great Inca king, whose actions as monarch changed everything. Under his rule, the Inca grew from a small tribe to one of the greatest nations of all time. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening her book bag, and it's growing bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us all inside. Oh, and look. Inside the bag, I can see an enormous river threading its way through a dense green forest. I see mountains so high that they reach into the clouds. 
and a mountaintop with terraces and stairs that lead to white stone buildings surrounded by a high stone wall. And look at all the animals. There are multitudes of brilliantly colored birds, fish, spiders, frogs, bats, monkeys, and butterflies. And there are some huge colorful flowers and men and women dressed in vibrant clothing that mirrors the colors of the animals and flowers of the jungle. And don't forget all those new words. I see Encantado, Quechua, Cria, Condor, Cayman, and more. This adventure is going to be epic. Is everyone ready to go? Great. On the count of three, jump into the book bag with me. One, two, three, jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Here we go! The book bag is taking us up, up, up into the sky, floating over the clouds and looking down on vast areas of land and oceans. The Amazon rainforest is a pretty long way from our home, but with the Reading Bug's book bag, we should be there in no time. Over there! Look! There's a huge landmass that looks a little like an ice cream cone. That must be South America. As we get closer, I can see an enormous river cutting across verdant green forests. The Amazon River, of course. It runs from west to east across the top half of the continent, with many smaller rivers, or tributaries, branching out from it. Then, running along the western edge of the continent, is a craggy mountain range. And it looks like we're heading toward one of those mountains, close to the west coast. I sure hope that's where Machu Picchu is. Watch out below. This bag is coming in for a landing. Let's hope we don't wind up in the middle of the rainforest. Or we may never find our way out of all those dense trees. Never find our way out? Oof! Whew! I don't think we landed in the rainforest. I hear birds in the sky, but I also hear music playing and the voices of people. I thought you said that no one lived in Machu Picchu, Reading Bug. They don't, but there are lots of towns and villages nearby. Maybe we landed in one of them? Let's all quickly hop out and try to figure out where we are. Look, Reader, we seem to have landed in the middle of a party. There are people everywhere dressed in incredible, colorful clothing. Skirts with ruffles in every color of the rainbow. Long red robes with intricate embroidered details. And hats with long feathers sticking out of the top. There's music and dancing and singing everywhere. And there are smells of delicious foods all around us. Quickly, let's go join in the fun. I read that there are traditional festivals throughout the entire year in Peru. Some say there are more than 3,000 of them, celebrated by all the indigenous groups that live here. The colorful clothes you're seeing are traditional Peruvian costumes. I wonder what they're celebrating. Let's ask. Look, there's a tall, handsome man standing quietly at the street corner, dressed in a white suit and hat and a pink tie. Maybe we can ask him. Follow me. Um, hello, sir. Do you speak English? My name is Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. And we were wondering... Hola, hello. What are you doing here? Are you lost and alone? A tourist sightseer? Oh, no, not lost exactly. 
We're adventurers, and we were wondering if you could tell us where we are and what everyone is celebrating. My pleasure, mi amor. But first an intro. I go by many names, but you can call me Boto. Boto? Okay, Boto, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for your help. Now, where are we, and what is this celebration? My dear, you're in the town of Agua Calientes. A Peruvian pueblo is just what this is. This party is honoring the sun god Inti. It's a festival we call Inti Remi. Agua Calientes is a town that is known as the gateway to Machu Picchu, Lauren. We're exactly where we wanted to be. Follow me and I'll show you around. We'll see sights and I'll show you the town. Reader, reading bug, what do you think? Should we go with Boto to explore Agua Calientes and Machu Picchu? He seems nice enough, but there's something a little bit strange about him, don't you think? It's funny that he's speaking in rhyme. But maybe that's just something people do during the Inti Raimi Festival? But I don't know though, Lauren. Something about Boto seems a little strange. I'm worried. Worried? Reading bug. When you feel dizzy and a little unsteady on your feet, shaky and quaky and you need to take a seat, just breathe. Listen to me. When you are worried, there's a tiny little wrinkle in your brow. You want to make it go away, but you don't know how, what to do. I'll tell you. I have this little place where all my worries go. I write them down on paper, and in this special box they go. It helps me sort my feelings when I'm feeling low. So now you know. When you feel dizzy and a little unsteady on your feet Shaky and quaky and you need to take a seat Just breathe, listen to me When you are worried there's a tiny little wrinkle in your brow You want to make it go away but you don't know how, what to do I'll tell you Find a little place where all your worries go Write them down on paper and in the box they go It'll help you sort your feelings When you're feeling low Now you know Let your worries go I guess you're right, Lauren. And besides, it's always best to have a tour guide when visiting a new place. So I say we follow both. I bet he can show us all the amazing sights here. Okay, Boto, we'd love to have you show us around. Lead the way. Excelente, excellent. You won't regret this. The sights of the town are ones not to be missed. First, follow me away from this crowd. The people are noisy and the music's too loud. It's quieter this way, by the big river's shore. Just follow me there, right this way, mi amor. Boto is right. It's much, much quieter as we get closer to the fast-flowing river down below. Everyone must be gathered together in the center of town for the Inti Remi Festival. The river is rushing quickly, Lauren. I'm not sure we should get too close, but Boto is walking down the steep riverbank, closer to the water. Boto! Boto! Don't get too close! The river looks dangerous. 
Don't be silly. Don't worry. There's no danger here. The water is safe. You have nothing to fear. I promised you sights, and the first sight we'll see is a magical village that's named Encante. A magical village? That sounds incredible, but I'm not sure I've ever heard of Encante before. How do we get there? It's easy to find if you have the right guide. Take my hand and I'll take you. I'll stay by your side. Oh, okay, Boto, if you say so. Reader, grab onto Boto's other hand. There's not much room to walk on the river's shore. Promise you'll hold on tight, Boto? I don't want to fall in. I'll hold on tight. I will not let you go. Just follow along. There you go, nice and slow. Ouch! Boto, you're holding my hand a little too tight. That hurts! And what are you doing? You're stepping into the river? My feet are getting all wet. No, stop! The rushing water will carry us all the way. Now I'm getting a little worried. Something is definitely not right. Don't be silly. Don't worry. Come this way, my dear. The magical village Encante is right here. Right here? You're not making any sense. This is a river, Boto. That's right, little bug. It's a river that's flowing, and under the water is where we'll be going. Encante is enchanted as a practical matter, and it's located deep underneath all this water. Under the water? No! Uh, But Boto will never survive in the rushing river. Please, stop pulling us! Let go! <laughs> Lauren? Reader? What was that sound? Look! Over there! It's some kind of animal, running right for us! It's white, well, mostly white, with red, spiky hair sticking up from the top of its head. It has big, hairy ears, huge eyes with long brown eyelashes, and bushy brown eyebrows. Watch out, reader! I think it's going to run into us! Ay, guacala, ooh-wee! This animal has spit all over me! Reader, that strange-looking animal didn't run into us after all! It stopped and spit all over Boto! And Boto let go of you when he spit. Quickly, climb back up the riverbank to safety! No! Come back! Phew! That was close! What was Boto thinking trying to pull us into the river like that? It's a good thing we were able to escape when we did. But what happened to Boto? Hey! Look! Raider! Raiding Bug! Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Boto is... gone! And in his place is a... big... pink... fish? Lauren... I don't think Boto is gone. I think that pink fish is Boto. What are you talking about, Reading Bug? You're right, Little Bug. See, Lauren? I'm right. Wait, who said that? I did. Uh, Reading Bug? I think that funny-looking animal that spit on Boto is, uh, talking to us. You're talking to a bug, aren't you? Why, then, should you be so surprised to meet a talking cria? Cria? Yes, that is what young llamas like me are called. Oh, you're a llama. Uh, uh, a talking llama. Yes, my name is Pakari, 
And as Incan legend will tell you, llamas can talk. We just usually don't because we don't have much to say. But you were in real danger, so I had to speak up. According to Inca legend, a long time ago, people on earth became mean and greedy, so the Inca gods decided to send a flood to wash them all away. A couple of llamas who belonged to two kind and generous shepherds heard about the gods' plan, and they told the shepherds to move their families high up in the mountains. The bad people were washed away, but the shepherds and their families were saved, all thanks to the llamas. Just like those shepherds, you were in danger. So I spoke up to help save you. I'm afraid that was no ordinary man, and that's no ordinary fish. You see, boto means dolphin in Portuguese, and your boto was an enchanted pink dolphin, an encantado. Oh, I read about pink river dolphins in Amazon Adventure. How tiny fish are saving the world's largest rainforest. Pink dolphins live in the fresh waters of the Amazon River and its tributaries. They don't look like the ocean dolphins we have met on other adventures, Lauren. Did you get a good look at the dolphin? They have a long beak that sticks out like a nose, and humped foreheads, and huge flippers that look like wings. Their skin is sometimes gray or whitish, but it's mostly pink. But maybe I missed the part about them turning into humans. I'm sure that part wasn't in your book, Reading Bug. You see, legend is that some pink dolphins on full moon nights. Turn into handsome men dressed in white and wearing a white fedora hat. They never take off their hats, even when they are inside, because the hat hides the blowhole on top of their heads. We call these dolphins encantado. And he was speaking in rhyme, because as you know from our friends Danny, Donnie, Denny, and Dora, dolphins speak in clicks and pops and squeals, kind of like a rap. But the dolphins we've met on other adventures have been nice and helpful. Why was Boto trying to pull us under water? Once someone is under the spell of the encantado, he takes them to the river and tries to get them to dive into the river with him before he turns back into a dolphin, trapping them underwater with him forever. You mean we could have been trapped in the river forever? Yes, you were in terrible danger, which is why I had to step in. One thing llamas are really good at is spitting, so I use my considerable spitting skill to get rid of that encantado before he could harm you. Llamas help protect people, after all. Well then, thank you, Pakari. I'm Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug and our reader friend. We're lucky you came along just in time to save us from that encantado. We are here on an adventure to learn more about South America and to visit the lost city of Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu? Well then, you've come to the right place. I saw you when you landed in Agua Calientes, the gateway to my home in Machu Picchu. You live in Machu Picchu, Bakari? <gasps> That's a wonderful look. You've already done so much for us, but do you think you could take us to Machu Picchu today and show us around? I would be delighted. We're just a hop, skip, and a jump from the Inca Trail, which we can follow up the mountain to Machu Picchu. What's the Inca Trail? Is it a hiking trail? It's much more than a dirt hiking trail, Lauren. I read that hundreds of years ago. The Inca built fourteen thousand miles of stone roadways through the Incan nation. That's five times the distance between Los Angeles and New York City, and they built it all without any modern equipment. You're right, Bug. But don't worry, we won't be walking all fourteen thousand miles today. <laughs> 
will only walk on a very short part of the Inca Trail. It's steep, though, and we are up high in the mountains, so it will be a rigorous hike. Do you think you are up to it? We've got our hiking boots on, ready for whatever this adventure brings, but it may be a good time to take a rest before we go. Why don't we pause our adventure here so we can rest from all the excitement so far and prepare for our journey up the mountain to Machu Picchu? In just a few minutes, I'll play music for us to color to, and we can illustrate the images of everything we've seen and done so far. Maybe you'd like to draw a picture of Bakari, or the Encantado dressed in white as he turns into a pink dolphin. Whatever you draw, I'm sure it will be amazing. After we've rested, we can head to Machu Picchu. Who knows what dangers we might encounter along the way, but I know whatever happens, everything will turn out just fine because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Thank you for joining us on our adventure today, and I can't wait to see you next time when we head for the lost city of Machu Picchu. In the meantime, if you want to read more about South America, the Amazon rainforest, or Machu Picchu, you can find a list of all the books in the Reading Bug's book bag at thereadingbug.com slash Amazon. The Reading Bug and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode was sponsored by Scholastic and their funny new book, The Little Butterfly That Could, by Ross Burak. Wee-wee! Oh, hi, Lauren! Hi, Reading Bug. You're all out of breath. What have you been up to? Oh, me? Nothing much. I've just been flying for miles and miles and miles. You see, I was trying to figure out how far 200 miles is, but I didn't quite get that far. I was only able to fly for about 50 miles today, and boy, are my wings tired. Wow, Reading Bug, 50 miles is a really long way. Why would you want to fly that far? Well, this morning I read The Little Butterfly That Could, it's the companion to the Laugh Out Loud picture book, The Very Impatient Caterpillar, both by Ross Burak. Do you remember our monarch butterfly adventure, Lauren, where we followed the great monarch migration? Of course. How could I forget? Well, the little butterfly that could follows Butterfly as he gets ready to migrate. But 200 miles is very far away, and Butterfly doesn't think he can make it. But when a good friend, a whale, reminds him that if at first you don't succeed, fly, fly again. Butterfly finds his groove and finishes the flight. I figured if a butterfly could fly 200 miles, then so could I. But I guess I was wrong. Oh, I love Ross Birak's books. He wrote Truck Full of Ducks, High Five Animals, and the Acorn Early Reader series, Bumble and Bee. That's right. His style is so much fun, with speech bubbles that kids will love, and it will keep them laughing all day long. Yes, yes, yes. 
The very impatient caterpillar and the little butterfly that could are really fun ways to learn about the life cycle of a butterfly. The very impatient caterpillar highlights metamorphosis and the little butterfly that could focuses on migration. Well, reading bug, what are we waiting for? Let's fly! I can't wait to dig into the little butterfly that could right now. Me too. A good read sounds a lot better than more flying. Think I could hitch a ride on your shoulder? <laughs> of course. You can purchase Scholastic's The Little Butterfly That Could and other books by Ross Burak at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Scholastic for their support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe and Brandon Savage, and Gabriella Melendez. Original music was written and performed by me and Joe Murphy. Thanks, Joe. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
Thank you.